Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show, and a happy St. Patrick's Day to you here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors Studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, all new pre owned inventory. That's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Before we get to our topics du jour for today, some breaking news on the local front, sports-wise. And it's on, it's an unfortunate news as Chickalumbi boys' basketball season is officially done. Superintendent Jason Bendel just telling us moments ago there are four additional positive cases of COVID-19 within the program after a member of the coaching staff was exposed on Sunday, or Sunday night it was reported to the district. So that means the season is over for Chickalumbi. They will not be playing in their state quarterfinal game at Lower Dauphin Friday night that we were going to bring to you here on WKOK. So, tough, tough news for the Shikalemi Braves, but I think as Jason Bendel had mentioned to us, and we put in the story, of course, at WKOK.com, you can read more, that definitely, even though it stings right now, the team definitely should be holding its head up high after winning its first district title since 1979. So at least you're able to finish off on that kind of a high note, but extremely disappointing for the Braves not to be able to play in this in their state tourney game against Lower Dauphin Friday night. Very, very disappointing and our hearts goes that goes out to the program. They've had a despite getting to that point and winning the district title, they've had a rough year. It's been a tough go with COVID. I mean as it is for everybody, but for the Shikalumi program especially, they started the season only having eighteen practices through December, I think it was after they had a they had a couple of covid pauses and then they finally worked their way back get in win the district title and they have this happen again it's 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 just rough it's just the way the world we kind of live in right now and hopefully as more of the vaccine comes out we'll get out of this and we can have we can get back to normal here but a tough tough go for the Braves despite a, a great ending to their season last week at least with winning their dist- first district title in over 40 years and so the PIAA tweeted out Central Mountain, who was the runner-up. Of course, Shikalami beat them last week. They will go to Lower Dauphin on Friday night to take on the Falcons in that 5A matchup. So, yeah, Steve, a uh, tough one there. 
Nope, I thought Steve was still there. I guess he's still waiting on there from the Sunbury Motor Studio. Yeah, so a tough go for Rishikalemi. And, of course, I will have more on that during the late-day news roundup today. But on the Penn State front, we now know what the plans are for the blue-white tailgate. And it's going to be only a select amount of spectators. And there will be no actual blue-white game this year. The, the spectators will be allowed for the final spring practice on April 17th, and that's it. So Steve will have more about that. Only limited spectators going to be allowed. So Steve will have more on that coming up. So that's what's off with the uh, spring, the uh, blue-white tailgate for uh, Penn State football. And then going to basketball, of course, a lot we've been discussing the last couple of days of kind of where the team goes from here after you had six players go into the transfer portal yesterday. Obviously, all big names mostly. And Micah Shrewsbury and where he goes from here. Brad Stevens, the Boston Celtics head coach, and of course worked alongside with Micah Shrewsbury. And I didn't realize they were actually friends and teammates since their high school yeah. days. I didn't know that either, Steve. But um, he issued a statement today and he says the greatest compliment you can get in sports is that you make everyone around you better and Mitch has done that every step of the way on his basketball journey we are all better for having been on a team with Micah he's the real deal he has everything you'd look for in a yeah. coach colleague mentor so that was good stuff dear from Brad Stevens but Steve I mentioned here at the top of the show Shikalemi's done for the year more positive tests came up yeah it's too bad I'm yeah. sorry to hear that Sorry to hear that. Uh, such a great season. And, uh, and Kevo made a great call on that first district title since 1979, which was really cool. Uh, it's a shame, though. You don't want to see it, it is. lost like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got Jeff Byers on the show today, by the way. We're going to talk about the NCAA Wrestling Championship. All right. Uh but, yeah, it was, it was great to see. I'm not surprised Brad Stevens said that. Now, this was, of course, after he was asked about, hey, what about the Indiana job? <laughs> when he was done laughing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? As if that was that. a question. Oh, my goodness. I feel about the Indiana job. I feel like I'm not leaving Boston. <laughs> How about that? Um, then I've got this piece I'm going to do a little bit later that is directed at the suit. It's it's. <laughs> I, and it's dealing with gambling at the NCAA basketball tournament. Oh no! Indiana is one of 18 states that has sports book. So this is what they're trying to be aware of here right now. That gigantic bet where you sit back and say, ah, that doesn't make any sense. That's where it, uh, yeah, where you sit back and go, uh, you put down a million dollars on that game? Oh, I've got a tip. <laughs> Oh, I feel awful for those kids. I am, oh. 
I feel awful for those kids. So sorry to hear that, that they couldn't be in the the tournament. I mean, I mean, they're in the they would have been in the quarterfinals. The quarters. Yep. Ah, yeah. It's hard. I can't begin to tell you how awful I feel about that. And uh, oh, it still continues to happen, stuff like that. Now, at the NCAA basketball tournament, I should point out that the NCAA basketball tournament, uh, they had to have it in by six o'clock last night. Everybody that says that, that was selected says they're going to play. Now there is a minimum standard. You only have to have five people available. Okay? Five people available. And I mean, I'm talking about players. So they didn't exactly expand the pool so deep where you sat back and go, oh, I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> okay. It was not like that. Um, the uh, Now, when it comes to coaches, it's not so much. They can move in and out. I told you about the referees, right? The six that were knocked out? Yes. So we talked about that. Now, here's the gambling story. I don't have to tell you. Okay? You don't need to have any. You are not uh, somebody that... I. I I have never had an interest. And I I just never have. Zero interest. Zero. By the way, uh, former Bucknell coach Dave Paulson, by the way, was lost his job at George Mason. So I just want to pass it along because Dave has a lot of friends in the Valley. But then there's somebody like Suit the Greek uh, that okay yeah this is going to be part of your job and I think also Lawrence too yeah I think you're going to have to keep an eye on him (laughs) and for the first time the NCAA men's basketball tournament which, let's face, is one of the favorites for everybody to bet on, is going to take place in a state with legal bookmakers operating right down the street from where the games are being played. That's never happened before. But now, how are you going to avoid it? There are 18 states, including Pennsylvania, that have sportsbook now. And a year from now, there's going to be more. According to figures released Sunday by the American Gaming Association, which the suit subscribes to, more than 47 million Americans are expected to make a bet on this year's NCAA men's basketball tournament, which tips off 
tomorrow. Now, of course, now this is focused on Indiana because the entire tournament's in Indiana. So the NCAA and gaming regulators in Indiana say they're ready and they will be monitoring betting action closely. The NCAA and the Indiana Gaming Commission will work with third-party companies to track the betting markets for any irregularities that may signal any attempt to compromise a game. If suspicious betting patterns are detected, the IGC can order all bets canceled on a game. Now, you're also talking about a sport where over the years there's been point shaving. Boston College, Arizona State, Northwestern, Tulane, Toledo, Auburn. And I've told the story 50 times in this show about doing the Penn State-Northwestern game in 1995 that was a point-shaving game. I mean, Penn State won by 30. I mean, they were way better than Northwestern, but, you know, the key was Penn State beating the number. Penn State was, I think, an 18-point favorite, 17-point 17, 17 favorite, I think, that night. Penn State won by 30, so they, they cleared the number with ease. Uh, approximately 127.2 million was bet on basketball, both college and professional, with Indiana sports books just in the month of February. Significantly more is expected to be on the line in the coming weeks. Nevada gaming officials say that two years ago, 349 million dollars was bet on the NCAA tournament just in their state. The most feared scenario, of course, is a point-shaving scandal involving an NCAA tournament game. Traditionally, betting limits on college basketball have been smaller than other sports due to lower overall volume. The lower limits were seen as a deterrent to large-scale point-shaving schemes. But now, U.S. betting market expanding around the nation, we mentioned 18 states now have it, the volume of money wagered on college basketball is increasing. Sports books are looking to take headline-grabbing bets. So let's go back to December 4th. Barstool Sportsbook Twitter account reported that an anonymous better placed two $1 million bets on the over and under. On, get this, the Maryland... St. Peter's game. The tweet was later deleted, and Penn National, the parent company of Barstool, declined to comment on the bets that, if legitimate, were the largest ever reported on a regular season college basketball game. By the way, if you're wondering, both bets would have paid off. The Terrapins won the game 90-57. to Game total was 147 points. More recently... Bet uh, more recently, BetMGM reported taking a $250,000 money line bet on underdog Ohio State to defeat Illinois in the Big Ten Tournament Championship game last Sunday. That game went to overtime, where the Illini finally won it. Now, there's been no accusations of corruption in either game. However, in general, Experts say being able to place six- and seven-figure wagers on a sport that has been marred by past point-shaving scandals is more enticing to, and this is where the suit comes in, nefarious characters <laughs> than in previous years when sports folks were less willing to take that size of wager on college basketball. That's the word they're using now. Okay. 
What's the word we use in the staff meeting? Back with more in a moment. <laughs> Here on News Radio 1070, WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. I know we were talking earlier today with um, Kevin O'Suit. Uh, great to have him uh, in today. Although he is not in green. I'm the only one in green today, by the way, in the office here. I taught class this morning. Not one student was wearing green. None of them. Now, it was also 9 o'clock in the morning. You can debate how awake they were. Well, that's <laughs> so, a valid point. Uh, St. Patrick's Day? Really? <laughs> okay. That's great. Um, yeah, so... Uh, they are going to have in-person graduation, by the way, here. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, which, by the way, Sandy Barber did bring up on the coaches' show, what, two weeks ago, that the door was open to the possibility of it. This is all part of the transition of getting to a normalcy by the time the fall rolls around. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great inventory. Pre-owned inventory, they got that as well. Great deals, fabulous service department. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. Can't ask for better in new inventory. And not only that, great pre-owned inventory, in case that is uh, what fits your budget. And budget means a lot to you, and it means a lot to those at Sunbury Motors. That's why they have such a high number of repeat customers. High number. Great percentage. Why? Because they're great to deal with and work with. Because they work with you. Pre-owned inventory, outstanding. Sales department, we mentioned, works with you. And not only that, but a fabulous service department to back it all up. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Tomorrow, Dave Cicchini, the head football coach at Bucknell, will join us. Adam Zucker from CBS Sports will join us. That's tomorrow. Next half hour, Jeff Byers and the NCAA Wrestling Championships, which will be getting underway in St. Louis tomorrow. And in just a few moments, Matt Leon on the show. Happy St. Patrick's Day to each and every one of you. Enjoy it. Uh... 
suit is enjoying green beverages today. I didn't have the heart to tell him what was in it, but that's all right. <laughs> and in case you missed the news, by the way, the Shikalimi, uh, unfortunately, the basketball season's over because of COVID. Uh, sorry, kids. Great season, though. Feel awful for them. I feel awful for them. Can't even begin to tell you how awful I feel for them. <laughs> To work that hard to achieve something so great, to feel so good about it, and then, ah, the last thing you expected. The virus is the virus. It's still in charge. All right. Let's bring in Matt Leon. Now, look, we have an agreement with Leon today. Just want to let you know ahead of time. Okay. Because you've had some blood pressure issues. So no Eagles talk today. Right, we just we know that you go home, and little Lucas waiting to hug daddy, and we just don't want daddy hugging angry. <laughs> so I said, man, we can't talk about the Eagles today. Now it could be worse. Andy Dalton could be your quarterback. I mean, imagine how Allen Robinson feels. What? Yeah. What? I, I go, what? Yeah. Oh. Why can't I switch spots with Godwin? All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with that, we bring in Mr. Leon. Matt, welcome. Always a pleasure, sir. Great to be with you. All right. Uh, so let's start with Joe LMB. What do we know? Uh, excuse me, not nearly as bad as it looked and felt at first. Uh, just a bone bruise, sounds like two to three weeks. Uh, I know a lot of people were anticipating the worst when uh, he first uh, took that fall, but uh, I think all things considered, probably about as good a news as you could hope for. And look, they're, they're such a huge threat in the uh, Eastern Conference right now. Without him... Now, what does this mean now for minutes for Dwight Howard and people like that? Um, I obviously they'll increase. I think uh, Dwight Howard's been a great pickup, and yes, I agree. I think you will see even more fruits of that uh, going forward. Uh, I mean, you know, they they took it to the Spurs last night without uh, without Joel. Now I know we're not talking about the the Spurs we've been used to for decades, but uh, I think they'll be. They'll be okay in the long, in the short term, and in the long term, you know, if they can afford to have Embiid get back to 100, percent no reason to think they won't still be a, a top threat in the East. All right, uh, when you look at the East overall, uh, look, if you're going to make hay, it's going to be in the East. It's not going to be in the West. So they've been able to make hay to this point. So, what kind of pressure does this put on Ben Simmons for the next 10 days or so? Because, you know, I mean, he's obviously the focal point of what they're going to do. I don't know if it increases much at all. Ben's had to put up with. <laughs> put up it, with. It, it's really fascinating yeah. how, and I guess this is kind of sports fandom, sports media in our age, but Ben Simmons is a really elite talent and does things that most players can't even get their head around as far as Four vision as far as defensively, 
And yes, I I agree. The like lack of jump shooting can be frustrating, especially when it appears that he's not terrible. And I get that, but the focus, like like Greg Popovich said the other day, he's so elite. Who cares if he can't shoot? And I don't even think it's that he can. It's that he just doesn't feel comfortable enough to do it consistently. So I, my point is, I think Simmons has been under the microscope enough where this isn't going to affect. Uh, him, you know, one way or another going forward here in the short term with Embiid sideline. You know what's interesting about about Ben Simmons? I mean, let's be realistic about it. You know what? I really uh, players can work on what they can work on all the time, but I really admire players who look around and say, you know what? No matter how hard I work at it, I'm not comfortable with it, and so they accentuate their pluses and don't hurt the team with a potential negative. And Simmons does that. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, this is not just a guy who's a very good player. This is... This is a great player. It's it's elite. And the ability to facilitate, the, the ability to lock down defend, the ability to score. I mean, this is not... We're not talking about, like, Ben Wallace, who, you know, did all these other things and, and only poured in two to four points. <laughs> you know, this is a guy that's average, you know, that, that, that can pour in 20, 25 points on a... Right. On a it's just not the way that maybe people would like to see it. Like, we're really struggling for things to get concerned about when when you kind of create these types of problems for players like like Ben Simmons. Uh, you know, I'll take them any time of the week, any day of the week against anybody, no questions asked. Look, everybody wants to complain about something, Okay. And so, you know, so they pick apart something you can't do. That's what I, I like about Simmons is it seems like he doesn't listen to these people and he knows his game better yeah. than they do. And let's let's play in an alternate universe where Ben Simmons shot the three consistently and say he shot 27%. You know what all the callers to the talk shows would be? He shouldn't be Why shooting Ben threes. Simmons wasting time <laughs> shooting threes? He should be getting to the basket and facilitate. Like, you know, it, it's it's – it's crisis for crisis' sake. I, he'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. Uh, Governor Tom Wolf is going to increase fan capacity. Outdoor uh, ballparks like Citizens Bank can now hold fifty percent. Uh, Wells Fargo can go to twenty-five percent, uh, and uh, I believe it starts April fourth. Uh, any reaction in Philadelphia to getting more people in the ballpark yet, or is this too soon because it was just released? I think it's too soon. I also think, and don't quote me on this. I think is the city, the city does, the, does the city to, have okay? I think the city has to go along with it. I would assume they would, but and like you said, April fourth, we're still three weeks away. So I, barring something unforeseen in the COVID right. numbers, I sure. would think uh, that won't be a problem. But I don't think it's. A, I think the city has to go there first. I mean, I think it's. I think it's good for everybody involved, but I, I think it's. It's kind of good for our collective psyche because I think it shows that we are genuinely getting close to emerging from this, like, full scale. And I was flipping on the other night and just listening to a game that had, like, 3,000 people. And it just oh. it felt so good How to about- just be able to hear and not, like, hear individual people yelling things. Like, that kind of hear... <laughs> 
a, a kind of a crowd type feel. The ebb and flow when the action went well, like it, you know, it, it like, was it was nice. Like Bob Euchre and his color guy in Major League. All right, come on, here we go. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I will say for, on some points from like listening to coaches shout out stuff. Yeah. It's like sitting at a and I'll tell you, like sitting at a scorer's okay. table, and you really get to hear and see some interesting things. I don't but, think we needed to hear what Juwan Howard shouted out the other day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I'm yeah. going to get to that later. Uh, I don't think we needed to hear that. But even when you, wa- I'm watching the Players Championship. It's golf. It was energizing because there were people all over the place yelling and screaming. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it can tell you, I think, how long we haven't had it, that the fact that you notice it right away. You know, it. it I, at least for me, like as soon as I turned and you heard, yes, you know, like that first rush of a, I think it was a Flyers game, and they, they blew the whistle. You just heard like the murmur of the crowd, yeah. and you're like, oh, wow, there it is. Yeah, that, that, that's it. That's <laughs> amazing. Yep. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Take care. Uh, Matt Leon in Philadelphia. Doug Birdsong, uh, who, by the way, back on the football beat this weekend. I'm so thrilled for Doug. I think what Lafayette, the opener, right? That's correct. Right? Yeah. Instead of the suit being called the notorious big should be the nefarious <laughs> by the way if you want to listen to the two of them for home games only road games they'll be here on the radio on 100.9 the valley but for home games they'll be on the espn plus broadcast yes and joe vasil will be on the radio call for us on 100.9 the valley with the suit joining in on the post game show was that last part supposed to draw listeners? <laughs> just, I'm just fulfilling my obligation to make sure everybody knows the whole scenario here. Of where he is, was that done for lo- was that done for local authorities? Oh, <laughs> you can hear who and when and where. Because there's a lot of moving parts this year with the football season. Well, Joe Vasile is. A great announcer. Yes, Joe will do a great job. Doug Birdsong is a great announcer. I think that about covers it. (laughs) 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 Yes, the suit's a great announcer, too. (sighs) Read it exactly the way he wrote it. Back with more in a moment. Jeff Byers, speaking of great announcers, next half hour, we'll talk wrestling at the NCAA Wrestling Championships. We'll do the full rundown of all nine guys and a general overview of the NCAAs next half hour here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai. From Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Sunbury Motors Hyundai has 18 brand new 2020 Hyundais that have to go now. now. Choose from seven 2020 Elantras with savings up to 4970 starting at 16997 2020 Tucson Sport SUVs have a 56.90 discount and start at 25740 Hurry in, only two left. One last 2020 Santa Fe with a $6,050 discount was 39585 
$18.35, now only $33,535. And there's one last Veloster for only $18,785. Now, now is the time for big discounts on 2020 new Hyundais at Sunbury Motors Hyundai. Hyundai is still producing amazing cars with the 2021 North American Car of the Year, the Hyundai Elantra. Save $26.22 on this award-winning sedan starting at $19,823. Now is the time, and Sunbury Motors Hyundai is the place in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Oh, boy. The staff meeting the other day, the suit, I guess, moonwalked to the head of the table to this. It was just... Well, we only saw him for like two seconds because then he it just... We're still on Zoom, so he just kind of disappeared. Yeah, but he's the only guy I know that on Zoom has walk-up music. It's not a ballpark. So, Oh, well. All right. Um... Great to have you with us on the show today. Uh, Jeff Byers, I'm wrestling in the next half hour. Adam Zucker will be on the show tomorrow. Dave Cicchini on the show tomorrow. Well, it's good to see uh, Doug, the suit, Joe Vasile. It's quite a team. Bucknell's lucky to have such great broadcasters. Do a fabulous job. I've had the privilege of working with Joe on uh, baseball. Believe it or not. So. We talked about the gambling part early in the show. And we did that as a public service announcement for (coughs) you-know-who. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Well, I just thought I'd throw it out there because, you know... I have concerns. Andy Dalton. That's the choice? In Chicago? You know, it's, you know what's interesting about Chicago, in, in, in all seriousness? Isn't it amazing how some franchises, even legendary ones, for whatever reason, there's always been, for some reason, a position... That no, no, no matter what, they can't quite seem to get. You know, they, they, some franchise never seems to get the great pass rusher. Some franchise never seems to get the great running back. The Bears are one that, outside of Sid Luckman and maybe Jim McMahon, have never had a great quarterback. That's the is the weirdest thing. Yeah, I've tried drafting guys, but they've never had a except for Sid Luckman, and for that short window when he was healthy enough. Every time Jim McMahon was healthy enough, he was a heck of a quarterback. The problem was he couldn't stay healthy all the time, and. That's one of the oddest deals ever is that they've never been able 
to do it. Now Andy Dalton? Holy mackerel. Yeah, I really don't get it. Because, I mean, you still have Nick Foles unless you plan on releasing him, trading him, whatever. It's just, you, you talk about two similar style quarterbacks, except Andy Dolan might be a tad bit more athletic. But even so, I, if I had to choose between the two of them, I'd just stick with Foles, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just... I know the kind of season he had, but... <sighs> Uh, um, yeah, that's uh, that's one where you sit back and you shake your head, and you think that's your best alternative. But it's a franchise. I mean, look, the uh, they've been to suit two Super Bowls. McMahon, as I mentioned, when McMahon was healthy, McMahon was a really good NFL quarterback. The problem was the health part. The other Super Bowl they went to, they had Rex Grossman at quarterback. Like having the suit fill in for Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. We're just having fun here. (laughs) It's amazing how suit light texts me under all sorts of pseudonyms. All right, so. uh... I'll say this too, Steve. I am shocked. Despite his injuries, I am shocked Alex Smith has not been picked up yet. Because if I look at the Bears, I would pick him in a heartbeat over Andy Dalton. Because at least I have a guy who's motivated, he's got a chance to work his way back up. What do you got with Andy Dalton? He's a tough one because, again, does he pass the physical for you? Right, but that's the only obstacle is what I'm saying. Once you get him on the field and healthy... He is a much better option than what the Bears have right now. Yeah. Uh, I understand that. Uh, and believe me, as you know, I how often can I have praised Alex Smith this past season? I just get the feeling at this stage of life, this stage of his career. Now, this is what Andy Dalton should be at this stage of his career, too. Like that kind of backup quarterback where you look around and say, okay, that's our Ryan Fitzpatrick right there. You know, where, hey, look, a couple of games you need him, this guy can step in. Because, I mean, look, when Dalton stepped in for the Cowboys, first couple times times out, how well did he do? Did pretty well. The problem is that once you start extending it, beyond the, a couple of games, that's why you're in the backup quarterback mode. But if I'm Allen Robinson, I am sitting there saying, okay. I think he needs to call up his buddy Chris Godwin and try to convince his quarterback to recruit another weapon for him. So he's franchise tagged. Oh, that's right. Never mind. You can't do that. That's right. Godwin and Robinson are both franchise tags. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, He's stuck then, Robinson. A-Rob is sitting there saying, all right, let me get this straight. Andy Dalton? (laughs) 
think Khalil Mack might have similar thoughts, too. Yeah, but Robinson has to catch the passes. <laughs> True. But now Khalil Mack, the, his back is starting to get a little more steeper because now he's got to continue to carry the team on his back again. Uh, and again, Andy Dalton would be a terrific backup quarterback at this stage, really. Because I think that's at this stage of his career what he is. 